Welcome to the Who to Thunk It podcast, episode 16. I am your host, Zeb. The last episode I did on conspiracy theories was about fried chicken <clears throat> that contained a sterilization agent specifically for African-American men. That was episode 7. This episode is about chemtrails, which is a much more popular conspiracy theory. So strap on your tinfoil hats and get ready to say, huh, who to thunk it? The theory is about chemtrails, and it started to gain traction with the publication of Benign Weather Modifications, <clears throat> a, re a report by Major Barry B. Coble of the United States Air Force back in 1996. The report was a term paper, so Major Coble could graduate. It says right at the top, a thesis presented to the faculty of the School of Advanced Air Power Studies for completion of graduation requirements, along with a disclaimer at the top. <clears throat> the conclusions and opinions expressed in this document are those of the author. They do not reflect the official position of the U.S. government, Department of Defense, the United States Air Force, or Air University. With the help of late-night radio hosts and celebrity endorsements, the theory involved evolved into the idea that the governments and the global powers of the world orchestrate a secret program to add toxic chemicals to the atmosphere from the aircraft in a way that forms visible plumes in the sky. Some of these chemicals, they, they think, are aluminum, strontium, and barium. Various different motivations for this alleged spraying are speculated, including sterilization, reduction of life expectancy, Mind control or weather control. And about 5% of Americans believe chemtrails to be true. As to why, here are some of those celebrity endorsements I talked about. Famous musician Prince <clears throat> actually had a song titled Dreamer where he talks about chemtrails. The lyrics go, quote, While the helicopters circle us, the theory is getting deep. Think they're spraying chemicals over the city while we sleep. Yeah, that's... That's chemtrails. In 2009, Prince did an interview explained that <clears throat> as a child, he would see white clouds trailing behind jets in the sky. Then all of a sudden, everyone, quote, everyone was fighting and we didn't know why. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. Kylie Jenner, she recently tweeted a photo of white clouds in the sky and suggested they were related to the decline of honeybees. So we have celebrities saying, you know, sparking interest and making people believe jumping on the the chemtrail bandwagon the theory was oozed has now oozed over into academia a man by the name of david keith from harvard university is working on experimental ways to combat global warming um, and this is how he explains what he's working on we work on theoretical proposals for combating global warming called solar geoengineering or albedo modifications these are technologies that might enable people to add materials to the Earth's atmosphere to reflect a bit more of sunlight back to space, partially masking or reducing the climate change due to accumulated greenhouse gases. That quote is from a statement Keith put on Harvard University website in response to mail he was getting. Due to the nature of his research, Keith and his team are bombarded with letters and emails, most angry, some vulgar, and some threatening that imply that they are the cause of chemtrails. Keith goes on to state, there is no evidence for chemtrails. And even if there was, he wouldn't be the cause of it because his work is in the very, very, very early stages. And it's understandably controversial. I mean, putting stuff in the atmosphere, but there's no actual implementation of it. They're just theoretically trying to do it. <clears throat> so that's a conspiracy theory. 
Planes are spreading mind control chemicals to keep the masses in line. That's what they say those white plumes are. Now let's go over the facts, or at least what the officials recognize as the facts. Fair warning, reality can be even more troubling than the conspiracies of our collective imaginations. First, <clears throat> what causes those actual linear clouds we see in the sky? Because we can see them. I'm not saying there's chemicals in them, but we can see them. So they're called contrails. The Space Science and Engineering Center at the University of Wisconsin-Madison explains the condensation trail behind jet aircrafts are called contrails. Condensation trail, contrail. They form when hot, humid air from jet exhaust mixes with environmental air of low vapor pressure and low temperature. The mixing is a result of turbulence generated by the engine exhaust. Cloud formation by a mixing process is similar to the cloud you see when you exhale and, quote, see your breath. So hot engine exhaust meets cold upper atmosphere equals white clouds, similar to how you see your breath on a cold day. That's what you're seeing in the sky. Cold breath from a jet. Not any more harmful than the exhaust you see coming out of your car, which is harmful to the environment, but that's pollution, not evil mind controlling conspiracy. Next, we have actual weather modification. That is a very real thing. It's called cloud seeding. The Public Works Department of Santa Barbara County in California, um, they actually practice cloud seeding. They say it is when pilots spread either dry ice or more commonly silver iodide aerosols into the upper part of the clouds to try to stimulate precipitation process and form rain. They strap flares filled with these silver iodide aerosols to the wings of small planes, and once at the right altitude, they set the flares off. This is typically performed from a plane. However, there are ground-based methods. The hydroscopic iodide particles help supercooled liquid water freeze into ice crystals. <clears throat> this is typically performed in arid climates to help supercharge watersheds, mostly for agriculture. It's commonly used in drought-prone countries and was part of the Chinese government's efforts to reduce pollution ahead of the Beijing Olympics in 2008. It is important to note that this only enhances precipita precipitation. It does not create rain. Cloud seeding is an officially recognized practice that dates back to the 1950s. However, it does have it has its criticisms. Some officials don't think it's a good idea to modify the weather. <laughs> Who'd have thunk it? Forbes magazine, they go over some of the criticisms in their article, Seeding the Clouds, Should We Mess with Earth's Climate? They list unwanted, eco <clears throat> unwanted ecological changes, ozone depletion, continued ocean acidification, Erratic changes in rainfall patterns, rapid warming of seeding were to, be, were to be stopped abruptly, airplane effects, to name a few, and they need to weigh those, those criticisms, those downfalls, with the fact that they need to cool the temperature down. They need to create more water in these areas that are full of drought. So do you tell the people, hey, you don't get water, or do you tell them we're not going to mess with the atmosphere? You can't have both. So cloud seeding is done to increase rain for agriculture, but <clears throat> at its core, it's man messing with the weather. If you were to see a plane with flares on its wings spewing clouds of smoke in very particular areas, you might jump to conclusions. That's what chemtrails, that's how it comes about. Another practice that has led to people to jump <clears throat> to conclusion 
and onto the chemtrail bandwagon is called fuel dumping. It's officially known as fuel jettison. It is done in emergency landings. Example, if a passenger needs medical attention, the pilot will dump fuel to ensure a safer landing in order to save their passenger's life. Losing 5,000 gallons of fuels takes about three elephants worth of weight off the plane. The lighter the plane, the safer the landing. You don't have to be an expert to realize spraying jet fuel into the atmosphere is not environmentally friendly, but that is why fuel jettison is rare and only performed in extreme circumstances. <clears throat> and now, for what I think is most closely what most closely resembles the chemtrail theory, crop dusting. This, no, I'm not talking about the time you, you know. It's also called crop dusting when you fart and get somebody walk in through it. That's not what I'm talking about. This is the actual crop dusting uh, for agriculture. The spraying of powdered or liquid insecticide or fertilizer on crops, especially from the air. Chemicals include a highly toxic insecticide sold under the brand name Danatol and two moderately toxic insecticides known as Lorsban and Curacron. Scientific America writes pesticides. Pesticide drift is an insidious threat to human health, as well as to wildlife and ecosystems in and around agriculture and even residential areas where harsh chemicals are used to ward off pests. And don't think crop dusting is a thing of the past. They are doing it more and more every year. Crop dusting is devastating to the environment, but that is public knowledge, not a conspiracy theory. Yet there's far less hate mail going being sent out. Um, to very real pesticide spread that there is about of the so-called chemtrails. Why is David Keith from Harvard getting hate mail and the insecticide or fertilizer companies not? That's because public outcry comes when there's when the public has someone to blame, but far less when the people to blame are themselves. Crop dusting is done for agriculture. Without pesticides and fertilizer, crop yields would be far less. That means not as much food on the shelves. A reality much more familiar to these days of quarantine. In conclusion, are chemtrails real? Officially, I don't know. I'm not a scientist. I'm not an investigative journalist. So I don't think I have the credentials to say one way or the other in any official capacity. However, this is a podcast. I'm not under oath or anything. So I'm going to say no, chemtrails are not real. But there's no need for fake conspiracies with the potentially horrific effects of crop dusting, cloud seeding, and occasional fuel dumping. Again, all real-life practices. That was episode 16 of the Who'da Thunk It podcast. If you want to, I hope you listen next week. Who knows what the episode's going to be about, but I had fun learning about chemtrails. I had no idea cloud seeding was a thing. Thanks for listening. I'm your host, Zeb. Who'da Thunk It. Tune in next week. Thank <laughs> you.